0: Hi there, it's Gabrielle O'Hare again uh, with another episode of the Thrive After 40 podcast. And as you know, that uh, for this series, I'm doing interviews with um, women, just women in my, in my social network, who just want some support and advice about how to, um, I don't know, just address dieting, health, fitness challenges. And all these interviews are really candid. Um, I have Anna on with me today. And we've not really spoken in any depth about what her issues are. So we're just sort of doing this completely on the fly. Um, so, yeah, I just want to welcome Anna today to say hello. Thank you for volunteering to, to do this because it's, it's a brave thing. Um, and I just ask you just to start by giving me and the listeners a little bit of an update on what your goals are and what you've been finding so difficult about actually being able to achieve those goals.
1: Yeah, that's fine. Hi, um, I I'm um, a mum of two, so I've got um, two sons. Like one in secondary school, one in uh, like the last year of primary school, um, and a full time like really busy job. And um, so what I find is is that I tend to put myself at the bottom of the sort of like the pecking order.
0: Right. Nice. So
1: I think that's the main problem for me is that you know like there's. yeah it's like in our household you know there's four of us including my husband all boys even the dog's a boy I think kind of like the needs of me as like like the female member of the house are kind of like in (laughs) my head kind of like come a bit further down the the line (laughs) um you know the kids are starving like all the time they're huge you know like they're really tall kids both me and my husband are tall They're always hungry, so kind of like thinking about the way that they eat and filling them up is really important. And actually, kind of we had problems with my eldest son's eating when he was really, really young, like like weaning stage. So we made a really big effort to like eat as a family. Actually, ever since then, kind of like cook one meal, kind of like challenge them on the type of food that they eat, which has been great for them. Like they're really, you know, well-rounded eaters. But actually to fill them up (laughs) quite a lot you know it's quite carb heavy so it's Mm -hmm. like a lot of pasta a lot of rice all that kind of thing which was sort of fine for me um (laughs) before I was 46 but like now I'm 46 busy not really exercising I'm just kind of getting bigger and bigger and bigger and so yeah so that's kind of like where I'm at really
0: okay and then I mean that's a great background in information. It's almost a polar opposite to me because I'm from a family of girls, where all the animals that we ever got were always girls as well. Um, and what what would a goal be? I mean, what would you if you were trying to had a goal in your mind? What would that be?
1: I, mean, I wouldn't mind losing a bit of weight, to be honest. I, yeah. I think like I. I've definitely noticed like probably the last six months the weight really starting to creep on so like I'm on HRT and have been mm-hmm. probably for about 12 months okay. um, and actually kind of managed to maintain a weight for kind of quite a long time really but then just yeah. all of a sudden it's just really started to pile on so I'm feeling a bit like the, bit you know <laughs> I think that yeah. sort of kind of describes it just
0: yeah
1: yeah um, a bit fed up. And-
0: and you mentioned that the diet was carb heavy, and which suggests to me that you know that those things might not be the right thing for you. What stopped you from just changing the food for you, you know, knowing or do you not feel like you know what you should be eating? What, what would the... Uh,
1: I think it's a bit of both, really. I suppose it's a bit of I don't really know what I should be eating for me now. Okay. But I suppose it's the faff of making more than one meal because absolutely so yeah yeah, because like because i'm working full-time you know like they've got activities in the evenings you know like we're often rushing around busy at the weekends and and i suppose you know like and we just have kind of got into the the habit of eating together and like you know it's one meal for everybody yeah yeah which is yeah exactly so but i recognize that that's probably not necessarily doing me any good anymore i probably need something slightly different or maybe Kind of amending a meal that we're having, you know, Yeah, back yeah.
0: The and then just give me an idea of what you would eat in a typical day. And you know, I would encourage you to be honest here because we're we're all the same. <laughs> <laughs> so if whatever you think that you do that no one else does, I can assure you that <laughs> you're very much not on your own.
1: <laughs> Typically, I think I probably like for breakfast. I'd normally have maybe some grab some toast and a brew. My have like I don't know what to have in the morning coffee and probably have something kind of like sandwichy for lunch maybe some, you know like bread and soup if I'm working from home sandwich from Tesco m whatever like if I'm working on site um I might have like a snack in the afternoon so I don't fall asleep like you know like I don't know a snack bar or sometimes some type of chocolate maybe a bag of crisps hummus that kind of thing and then and then like an evening meal and I think I think some of the killer for me actually is probably drinking wine (laughs) I'm dead honest I'm sure that's like a common problem (laughs) definitely well it's when you work hard it's just
0: sort of something about that it just defines the end of the working day as in the mother and the career day doesn't it which is yeah it
1: does but I think it's, you know, like, it's making sure it's not every day. (laughs) Well, yeah, I've been there. (laughs) And is that wine and snacks or just wine? No, just wine. I don't really, like, I don't snack after um, evening meal. And haven't, I've never really done that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it's kind of, yeah, so it's like a combination of that. So that's like a typical day. But I think, Mm. you know, we'll probably have takeaways every couple of weekends yeah, maybe
0: so um so a couple of times at once and and, yeah. and what
1: what would your typical evening meals be that you're making for the family so probably like something pasta based so like a spaghetti carbonara like maybe a um kind of curry and rice and bread thing um yeah yeah there's usually sort of something and some kind of like carb carby element to it. Sure. Are you a vegetarian or? No. Right,
0: okay. Okay. So thanks for thanks for that. So and what and sorry, wanted to just check what you, what your energy level's like? Uh,
1: sort of vary I feel I mean like what what woman in her 40s isn't completely knackered <laughs> to be <honest>. like, <laughs> tired I feel tired yeah. quite a lot of the time and like particularly during the week like just sort of sapped of energy like Monday nights I like, barely awake like after like nine right. you know, so I'm just by myself dragging myself up you know like willing the kids to go to bed so that so I can follow can them. them yeah
0: okay and you sleep all right
1: yeah you're all right I mean yeah like, yeah pretty much Bit of, I tend to wake up at some point in the night pretty much every night, but um, I go back to
0: sleep easily. So you feel like you're sleeping okay. Yeah. And then in between, you know, during the day, would you say that you have cravings? Would you say that you feel hungry? I mean, are you eating out of
1: habit or? Yeah, i probably eat out of habit, actually. I think that's one of the things about working from home so much. Yeah. You've just got access constantly, haven't you, to the fridge, yeah. and, like stuff in the cupboard. Yeah, yeah and whereas yeah. probably if you were in an office you wouldn't necessarily do that I'd just drink loads of tea yeah <laughs> so
0: yeah. yeah that's yeah yeah absolutely I completely get that so gonna there's, there's a couple of things that I want to just talk about and I'm just sort of going to write those down so I'm just going to talk about first about what your sort of diet overall says to me and then I do want to pick up on and I'm saying this out loud so make sure I don't get distracted and forget about it. But just look at sort of the habit eating at work. Okay, so first first thing is looking overall at, at what you're having. It's very um it is carb heavy overall. So I think it's a good way to think about looking at the whole of the, your whole diet, as in everything that you eat on a day to day basis as a typical thing, and imagine it as a as a pie chart. You know, and if you were to divide all those meals up by you know how many carbohydrates are you eating how much there's three macronutrients carbohydrate everything's either carbohydrates protein or fat okay Mm. every food would be classified as one of you know components of those so if you were just going to add everything together and create a pie chart that would just show what percentages fat carbohydrate and protein you'd see that a huge amount of it is protein Uh, no it isn't sorry a huge amount of it is carbohydrate and overall there's probably very little protein. I don't know what the fat would be, but that doesn't really matter so much because the problem that you have really as we get older is this imbalance between carbohydrates and protein and modern diets, things that fill our kids up, things that fill our husbands up and don't affect their weight, and also things that are very quick and easy for us to grab when we're out and about or push for time, tend to be the carbohydrates. So what that actually does, it means that your overall diet is actually quite low in some really essential essential nutrients, primarily protein. And it's probably low in um, vegetables as well. You're probably just eating your veg in the, in the evening, you know, to a larger extent. Yeah, you might get a bit of something on a, on a sandwich in the days when you may ha- might have some homemade soup at, at home, but otherwise it's going to be quite light. So just to give you some understanding around that, Protein is the building blocks of your body. So everything, carbohydrates is a source of energy, but protein is the things that is going to get help with your hormones production. It's going to help with your muscle, protect your muscle mass. It's going to be the thing that's going to be doing all the repair and recovery functions of your body because your body is just totally regenerating itself all the time. And certainly when it's going through the perimenopause, menopause phase, it's also under a lot of stress because even when you're on HRT, biologically, a lot of things are changing under the cover. Um, And I think if you you change your diet, that might help to address some of the sort of lower energy levels as well as the the weight. And so we end up being a little bit short of the things that our body really needs as the raw materials to keep it ticking over carbohydrates on the other hand whatever you're having whether it's you know bread rice chocolate bar crisps mostly if it's carbohydrates it tends to then turn into sugars in the bloodstream once you once you you eat it and sugar is actually really toxic to the body so it has to get rid of it out of the bloodstream really quickly and quite often we're more sedentary than we want to be so we don't have any use for that fuel that's constantly being drip fed into our body. And the only place that it, the body can put it if we're not burning it off is into fat stores. And one of the things that now we know about women as they go into perimenopause and, and postmenopause is that we've become less efficient at handling carbohydrates at this stage of our lives than we might have done when we were younger. And you mentioned that your diet's probably not changed and that was okay for you when you were younger. Um, So that could explain why that's the situation, because, you know, your diet is the same. But basically now, as you're sort of getting into that perimenopausal phase, you're not processing those carbohydrates as well as you might have done. So your body has nowhere to go with them except put them into fat stores. Um, Other things can cause fat around this age. Stress, for example. The fact that you might be, I don't know if you you feel that you're less active than you might have been you might be burning less calories. You probably, if you're not exercising, have a little bit less muscle mass. But the big thing is really going to be this imbalance of carbohydrates and, and protein. Um, and one of the things that protein is good for as well is it's really hard for your body to digest. So when you if you eat 100 calories of protein, you only actually get 85 of them because it takes so much effort for the body to digest it. Okay. So the, the, the big thing to then to focus on would be to switch up your breakfast and your lunches and it might be if you did that and eliminated the snacks in the afternoon you could just eat the same as your family but with a small if you know if you if you make your carbonara separate so that i know a bad example but if it were bolognese you've got your sauce you've got your pasta you just want more sauce with the meat part in it and less of the pasta so to all intents and purposes it looks like you're eating the same as your family. And I think sometimes that's important. You want to, don't want the kids to pick up some cues that mum can't eat something. You want to feel that like you're all having the same thing, um, but you could just sort of be shifting the proportions or the ratios of the food that you're having when you're making your family meals. So for your curry and your rice, you might be having just a much smaller cut rice in half, for example, and have the curry. So you can carry on eating the same as your family, but the thing to really focus on that would make the difference then is just targeting what you're having in the bre- in the bre- at breakfast and lunchtime, because they're not going to be mindful of that. So that's a brilliant opportunity for you to really get the carbohydrates down that you're eating on a day to day basis, and really get the protein
1: up. Yeah, that makes loads of sense actually. Because yeah. I think I suppose what I worry about is that thing about kind of. Introducing some sort of disordered eating to the yeah. lads. Yeah. Obviously, you know, like body yeah. image for lads is the same kind of issues as for young girls, isn't it? Now, and it, like, it, I don't want you know, them it, to sort of see me picking at mealtime, so that makes loads of sense.
0: Yeah, and you know, you you don't have to be necessarily eating little tiny portions either. You know, um that, that that's really important. You need to f- feel that you're eating plenty, you know, decent sized meals because you need the energy as much as they do to sort of. You know, your brain is a, it consumes huge amounts of energy. And even if you're sort of sat there working hard all the time, you know, you still need to fuel your brain to be able to think and to do the sort of cognitive stuff that you have to do with it with your work. Um, so that's really important. One of the other things that um, is, is worth bearing in mind as well when you think of your, your overall diet is that one of the things that is also now sort of known to cause weight gain postmenopause is when you have... Natural estrogen, so not the topical stuff that you would be having from HRT, but it actually gets processed through your gut. So you have certain bacteria in your gut microbiome that is converting estrogen to its usable forms around the body. And when you when your estrogen levels start to drop off and decline, those good bacteria in your gut start to die off because they haven't they're not needed as much, and you then can start to have a a big greater proliferation of bad bacteria. And one of the things that the bad bacteria do is extract more calories from food than the good bacteria does. So it's really important. You might have seen, like, um, what's he called? Tim Spetter. He talks a lot, and Michael Mosley about this ha- idea of having lots of plant based foods. And that's about introducing a big variety of things like, you know, vegetables, nuts, seeds, oats, coffee dark chocolate sort of plant-based foods that then start to the more you eat the better you have you're building this sort of internal garden if you like that's how (laughs) we sort of talk about it now but you're putting lots of vegetables in and they're things that then can help restore the balance of your gut microbiome
1: that's um, really interesting, so, I do not heard that.
0: Yeah, so it, it's, it, it is. So it's worth looking at how you can improve or increase the number of like fruits and vegetables that you're having yeah. throughout the day and things like nuts and seeds. Um, and that's a good thing for the family to be having anyway because that's going to help with the immune system and, and all the rest of it and digestion. From, from your point of view, because of the sugar, you don't really want to be having too much sugary fruits. So you would keep that to a minimum and more go down the sort of berry route. Um, but then just to be practical, sort of things that you could be having would be um things like Greek yogurt and berries and nuts and seeds for your breakfast. Right, okay. Okay, and you want to look for brands that have got 10% protein, a couple of eggs on your toast, that's that's a good thing to have. Um for lunches, a salad is good because if you like meat and eggs and cheese, cottage cheese things like that with a nice big salad with lots of mixed vegetables is a good option with oil, a bit of oil and vinegar. Because if you think sometimes you think about going on a diet and I'm doing inverted commas here and you think you have to go to this sort of salad thing that's sort of tiny and then you're starving, you still need the calories, you still need the energy. So if you're making salad, you need it to be quite substantial. Mm-hmm. So you would be having maybe 100 grams of meat, 120 grams of meat or a few tin lentils or chickpeas mixed in with some roasted vegetables and lettuce and bit of olive oil and vinegar oil or something you know some type of nice dressing so it t- one, it tastes nice and it's really enjoyable but it's really filling but you're really starting to then boost the amount of um sort of plant-based foods in your diet that's going to help with the, the microbiome um so does that feel quite straightforward
1: yeah I think that feels really straightforward for me I mean like there's no reason why I couldn't start making Better lunches. I suppose I just kind of got into the habit of just kind of like grabbing a sandwich. <laughs> which, which, like
0: yeah and, yeah, and well, how many sandwiches are sold every day in the in the UK? There's just it's just such an easy thing to do, and it's put. Exactly. It's, you don't have to worry about smelling in the office or anything like that. You know, it, there's all those sorts of things, but it's it's just a habit that everyone does and doesn't really realize why there's a problem with that until because it's been fat, you've done it for years and yeah, now exactly. it's, yeah and, it's and exactly now is. it's a problem so why does that make sense why yeah. does that you know why is that it why is it like that I mean there might be some things that you could make for your evening meal that you could have for the next day if you're yeah. having a curry you could be saving a portion of that to have just the curry not the rice save your rice for yeah. with the kids Um if you're having things like fajitas you know, the meat, the vegetables, you can have them the next day. So that can just save you a bit of work if you're just sort of making a bit of bigger portions there and just putting them in a bit of Tupperware and then you've got them yeah. for the next day for lunch. Yeah,
1: definitely. That makes sense. So I, I, yeah.
0: Then your kids I know you're eating yeah. the same as them for the next day. <laughs> exactly. You just don't see that you're not wrapping it in bread and, yeah. stuff and, and you, you know, it's all very consistent. Um, and you're just modelling good things for them to have maybe a more varied diet because what's true for you is true for them yeah and you know and kids also are going to face as they get older I've got an older daughter and the pull of ultra processed food the pull of um processed food and takeaways and all the sort of trendy stuff like subways and what have you that the pull of that is just massive and you do start to lose a bit of control complete control over what they're having beyond a certain age so seeing you eat more balanced breakfasts is going to be a good thing for them to see anyway because you're not doing anything faddy here. No. You're just doing things that are giving you and your body a lot more nutrition so that it functions better.
1: Yeah, no, that makes no sense.
0: Okay. Um. So then the other thing, just to, just to, if you feel clear about that and that feels quite straightforward, mm-hmm. then the other thing is just the eating out of habit during the day. Because let's imagine that you change your, diet you know your meals um, for your breakfast and your lunches but you might still find that when after the afternoon comes or, or a certain time of the day you find yourself stood in front of the fridge or rooted through the cupboards because you've so you've wanted to you've needed a break from work and one of the and that's they can be quite hard habits to break but one of the ways to get around it is if you find yourself doing that, then it's quite good to have try and have a think about why you're doing it. So I'll give you an example, because I, I've worked from home for years bef- before I was PT. And I remember just being stood in front of the fridge well, routinely. And but one day I thought, wow, well, I didn't even remember how I got there. I just was there and I'm just rooting around and chopping off chunks of cheese. And I'm thinking, What why am I doing this? What what am I doing? And I've just when I sat down and thought about it. I was trying to think why had I stood up and got away from my work to go and walk into the kitchen because I wasn't I, I wasn't hungry at all I wasn't thirsty I wasn't anything I just had tea with me constantly so it's definitely not that and I, you know a big fan of journaling for things like this and I just started to sort of maybe just write a few down things down to try and join the dots and I spotted spotted a pattern of when I was having to do something that I found difficult or created a little bit of anxiety in me. So if it was something I was struggling with or something like doing my accounts, which used to stress me out a bit, that feeling of struggling was so unpleasant and being on my own, you know, because, you know, which obviously a lot of people relate to now, I was just looking for some distraction to just stop feeling like that. And I hadn't actually even noticed that those things were things that I struggled with. And what I was, I just created a technique where, or a a coping mechanism, if you like, or a distraction mechanism where I just disappeared to go and find some food. And because I wasn't hungry, I wasn't looking to make myself a meal. I just wanted something that tasted nice, that just hit that spot to give you a bit of a, a mood booster because actually I was finding something hard. And it wasn't something I couldn't do with my job, but just that discomfort of having to figure something out on your own. Yeah.
1: Yeah so that's interesting that makes sense I work in HR you so, see so it's just like there's <laughs> <Right. laughs> so, so a lot of discomfort. <laughs> yes I can imagine there's plenty
0: of time when you would need to stand yeah. up and walk off.
1: Yeah definitely so like I really relate to that like it it definitely you know and um, I'm not <laughs> people on my team wouldn't necessarily recognize this but um, you know like I'm not that I'm quite conflict averse, which is obviously a bit jarring. Kind of like working in a role that's all, you know, often not all. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah. Kind well, it's it's the front end
0: of that, isn't it, within a company? Is you, be, yeah, exactly. That.
1: Um, and you know, people don't agree with you about various different things. So <clears throat> I don't do quite so much of the arguing stuff anymore. It's a bit more senior than that, but that's like, still, you know, like um it. Kind of, you can feel that sort of like anxiety within yourself, and I think kind of like running on that all the time with my job means that yeah I do kind of like seek out these like little opportunities to break away and, like, and yeah. I think that's probably when I'm like you know I'm waiting for the tea bag to brew and I'm like kind of go rooting around in the fridge <laughs>
0: uh, so it's not really like no it's not it's not and thinking about it like that is quite helpful because it's not no willpower it's not being addicted to chocolate or anything like that you're just looking for something nice to just counteract that stress that you're feeling or that like say that discomfort that you know you're yeah, facing d- dealing with or facing <laughs> it's
1: like, it, it, yeah <laughs> it's a bit really yeah I think when it's like yeah. when I was in the office all the time you know you had colleagues around you where you'd have like you know like a bitch and a moan about you know like I've just dealt with this person and they were x y and z you know and like you'd get it off your chest whereas you haven't got that mechanism no
0: anymore, no so so there's like you say there's no one to just give you that hug when you need it there's no one to say well done for doing that that's yeah. hard work <laughs> i wouldn't <laughs> like to have done that you know you're not you're not getting any of those little supportive cues or praise or whatever mm. it would be that you're, you're relying on so the food that you would be just picking up at those moments is is becoming a substitute for that and you'll still need and this is why you have to be mindful of this because you're still going to need that balance to help you cope with your day so it's no point me saying stop snacking in the afternoon you knew that anyway you know so but now you might understand what the reason for the snacking in the afternoon is you have to find a substitute for that For have something else that just gives you that hug or that just time out or just breath of fresh air from it and and, and I don't know what that would be for you you know I have had clients whose job is so stressful and you know they're making changes in all the other areas like the the, we've talked about the breakfast the lunch and, and the dinners and all the rest of it and they still go and have the chocolate bar in the afternoon because they need it if that's what you need to have you need to. you can't take away all the pleasure and all the little nice things out of your life and strip them away because you need it For quite fundamental balancing reasons, to balance the stress that you're under, to give you some relief, some comfort, some pleasure when you're just sort of under this constant pressure, and you either find something else, or you have a bit of an amnesty, and you say, "Well, okay, she she had dark chocolate and almond almonds because technically they're superfoods if if you (laughs) believe in that sort of thing, but they've got good." nutritious qualities and that just ticked a box for her and it wasn't just a free-for-all of loads of them but just by being able to say well actually it's okay to have that then that was that was okay if she could work that in oh
1: Oh. yeah we might go out yeah I think for me maybe it'd be kind of substituting it for doing something whether that's stretching or whatever because I just think some of the thing about like that transition to working from home kind of like you know like when we're all sent home it yeah. was I really felt like this sense of guilt I needed to prove that I was like working all the time yeah. and like was online mm. all the time and was available all the time and I don't mm. think I've ever let you know it's like not three that, yeah. almost four years on isn't it you know like and I don't yeah. think I've let go of that yet so actually yeah. like this the snacking almost like legitimizes like not being online yeah well
0: that's well there you go so that's another thing you can just sort of say you needed something and that's giving you a reason just to go off and just take take the headphones off walk away from the from the laptop so you're just gonna have to fight like you say if stretching work. going out into the garden a bit of fresh air a cup of tea in the garden and just five minutes for yourself that that's what you sort of need to find to just give yourself that little bit of a break you know a little bit of reward that little bit of balance because those sort of long days where you feel that guilt and you're not even getting a, a you're not even getting a, um, a journey into work and you're literally just walking from one room to another room and then you're online till, till you're offline. And it's just, it's really intense. Yeah. Yeah, it is definitely. So you have to look at that as a separate thing because you change your food, but the need for the snacks in the afternoon will still be there because of that, because of those circumstances
1: yeah
0: so and then see so you you know that's that's for you to figure out what would be the right thing and what would fit into your life and what would be that balance for you that would be an effective you know replacement for those things because it has to it has to be an effective replacement for those things or you'll go back to them yeah, no, that, yeah or that or sense. you say I, 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 there's a place for them and that's for you to choose yes yeah. So, you know, it's setting your own boundaries and setting your own, making it, making your own mind up about what works for you and just being mindful of that sort of bigger picture of the stress balancing, the, the, the physical, mental break during the day.
1: Yeah. I mean, could it be, I suppose, could it be sort of substituting snacks? So rather than kind of like, I don't know, like raiding the kids' Haribo, kind of like having a sort of a sensible portion of something else, like, I don't know, like some. <sighs> I mean, it or you know, like if you it, as long as that's a reward, right?
0: You know, if if you can substitute it, because I've seen this before, where people go back and sort of swap the crisp for low fat crisps, or swap the yogurt for low fat yogurt, and just try and find a healthier, inverted commas, version or a lighter version of what the original thing was, but it still starts to unravel them. Because then they've given themselves the green light to have those things whenever they want them.
1: Right, all right. And
0: calorifically, they still add up. Now, yeah. veg sticks don't add up, but if veg stick, if you if you just need to crunch and put something in your mouth, and then that ticks that box, then that may well work for you. But if you're craving something that's comfort, then arguably that does will that work for you? You'd have to try it and see. You know, yeah, you exactly. just have to try it and see because so it everyone's different. You know, it's about finding the things that work for you. Yeah, because if you if that if you've got that legitimate excuse, then to stand up, go and slice some celery and carrots, and sit on the back step and eat them, and whatever, and that does that 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 works for you, then that that's absolutely fantastic strategy. There's there's no problem with that. Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: Cool. So you just have to have a have a think about what that replacement would be, and how that fits into like a healthier profile or a more balanced nutritionist, you know, profile of. Um, it's of your overall diet but also just that stress management because that's what's that's a part of the piece as well you've got to find ways to just relieve the stress that's building up through the day that's why the wine is so key because it's the stress relief at the end of the day and what else would you be doing at half nine at night you know yeah there's not really many options are there <laughs> not really no <laughs> not these days no <laughs> no No, you <laughs> a bit longer yet haven't you so do you feel like that's a do you feel like that's a good plan
1: yeah i think that's really helpful yeah give yeah. some
0: clarity and some ideas yeah. of how to
1: yeah okay. definitely yeah definitely to like um Starts to like put some of that into operation, like next week, like you know, because it gives the weekends. You know, think about what's on the shopping list, and yes.
0: So, I mean, just the practicalities of making that happen, because your old, your current habits are will are, will be very deeply ingrained because you've just been doing them for years and years and years. It the reality of it is, it takes some effort to to set some new habits, and the only way really to do it is to have a meal plan for a week,
1: mm-hmm.
0: go to go to the shops buy it all, have it all in, write it down, so you know what you're having every day. Um, one of the things that I also recommend people do when they start doing this is, say, like tonight, let's pretend you've done all that and you've got your list. Tonight, you would write a list, and this would be more for a weekday. Say, right, well, I'm going to have my fruit, yogurt and nuts at eight, seven o'clock in the morning. I'm going to have my, you know, chicken salad at one, and I'm going to have my snacks on the back step at three and then my evening meal when the kids come home at six o'clock so you actually plan out what you have in the next day now you don't have to do that forever but the reason you do that to begin with is because when you get when you're on the fly and you, you know as soon as you get up you've got you'll probably have the kids to sort out you might have an eye on your emails already so your brain before you do anything has gone on to other people and other things and then you'll get sucked into that and then you'll realize, you know you'll surface you'll realize you're hungry you'll realize but you'll still feel stressed you'll you'll struggle with ideas because your brain's going a million miles an hour and other things and you won't be able to think or be bothered to make a sandwich let's face it so you'll probably think well i'll just grab that sandwich and i'll make something later and then before you know it the day's gone by and you've done exactly what this what you would have done the day before whereas if you have a plan the day a very a specific plan the day before and stuff ready you don't have to make a decision because when you get up, you open it, your fruit and yogurt's just been sat there defrosting all night. If you've used frozen fruit or something and you don't have to do anything, kids get ready, you stick in a spoon in that as you need to. And then when it comes to lunchtime, you go get your upware out the fridge and it's all there and it's ready again. And that means you never have to make decisions when you're stressed, when you're feeling a bit anxious, when you're in the middle of a stressful conversation. You're not going to want to go and make a salad. So you have to have it ready. So it's there. dinners will probably just happen because they do anyway. What you're having for your meals with your family is probably fine and you can just adapt that straight away. The real things you're going to have to do is just plan for those, plan, plan in advance what you're going to have the day before because the daytime when you're working is when you'll be stressed, you know, mind going in other directions and fundamentally you can't always make the right decision in those situations. You'll default to the habit, you know, the habit, the easy option the thing that you normally do because that's going to be the most efficient so that's how you then start to take what we've talked about in this and implement it and actually make it happen because if you're not really quite meticulous in how you plan it you're just going to go back to your habits
1: yeah,
0: yeah. So that's re- that's really key yeah
1: that makes loads of sense because i just think yeah you just sort of thrash. Well, I just sort of thrash around. <laughs> you, kind of, like, you know, sort of. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, and that's that. That's that's. I've had. I've done. I've learnt this from myself. If I don't have a plan, then I am. Um, you know, some days I'll have food, and some days I won't have managed to remember to do it on. On those days, I have just spend all my day with the head in the cupboard, just feeling like I'm starving. And I don't know what to mm-hmm. have next because I'm just grazing on bits of food. I don't feel like I've had anything proper, and I'm still hungry. And I'm just feel like I just need to keep eating because my energy levels start to dip. And they, so, you know, that's like a constant, that's just how I would be if I have a day when I haven't planned Yeah. ordinarily, you know. So that's like not, and so many people I speak to would just say the same thing. So yeah, that's always going to be what's going to happen if you don't have a plan to make sure that doesn't happen.
1: Yeah.
0: So it's, it's a bit extra work. There's no denying it, but you know, the reality of it is you think you've just got to know how your brain works and how you operate on a stressful day and accept that and you can't change that fundamentally you have to just be prepared for it
1: yeah I think it just feels worth it though I just you know it's just so noticeable kind of like the weight gain of myself and kind of like how sleepy I feel Uh, you know clearly something needs to change about the way that I'm organizing myself yeah yeah and once you get once
0: you get going with it it you'll you'll start to feel the benefit and the good thing about that you know if you were just looking at how you felt and your energy levels you might notice that you feel different straight away Hmm. you know truthfully wait or take a little bit longer to change or before you really start to notice it um but in terms of just energy levels you could notice that 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 is like that on the same day
1: you know yeah and I think you know, that's the we- thing at the moment, is I just feel too knackered to kind of go and exercise. So like I've got you know like I've got a membership at the gym, <laughs> which I kind of like deem to be a charitable donation to the gym at the moment. <laughs> but that's just because I feel just too t- you know I feel too mm-hmm. tired like in the evenings to go. I don't fancy going in the morning. And at the weekends, actually, like it goes back to not prioritising myself and kind of like yeah. you know I could be going like when my younger son goes to drama, he's at drama for an hour and a half, yeah. it, so I kind of do the shop. So like you know like there are, I think when I feel a bit more energised, you know like being able to make the space for some of those different things Definitely. for me as well. Which, yeah, you
0: know, yeah, very cool. much. And I think it's quite good to not feel that you have to rush into all of that straight away because you know. What you might find with this is once you start think, you know, realize that you're making good, you're putting the effort into yourself, to your food, to make yourself feel better. And you'll notice that energy. It starts to become a little bit easier to make small decisions that prioritize you. Yeah. And because you think that feels great that I've actually done that for myself. And then you think, what what else can I do? (laughs) And you sort of start, it becomes easier and easier. So you're never making big changes. It's lots of little changes that then start to add up. And, you know, and if you found that you had the energy, then don't think that you suddenly have to start going to the gym three times a week. Just go on that one day at the weekend when you've got that little slot and you have got that time, but you'll hopefully feel more energetic and able to do that. And then let that become a habit before you try and think that you need to go in the week. Yeah. Um, just, just do one thing at a time, wait till that one thing feels a little bit easier and more automatic and you're enjoying it, and then find the next thing to add because you've probably not got enough energy or um, you know, your life's got too much on. To suddenly go into full diet and exercise mode—that that would just be, you know, too much. You, you burn you out too quickly.
1: Yeah, definitely. That just feels like eating the elephant hole, To be honest, like, yeah, that's it. It'd last a week and then you'd be back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like binging on the monster munch. Before that's you it. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do it. Can't do it.
0: So, so we have a plan. So, you're, you're we we're, we're focusing very much on breakfasts. More balanced breakfast, more fruit, vegetables, nuts, seeds, um, that type of thing. Getting something as a a healthier, more balanced lunch, um, protein, salad, vegetables, but making it substantial. Hummus, you mentioned that, that's good as well. Um, you're going to have a think about so evening meals will pretty much be what you're already doing Mm -hmm. because you're going to be just going easier on the carbs in the day so that you're not you can still eat what the family is eating but just by changing the ratios of how much of the meat or meat and veg part you have in versus the carbs part and key just to make that happen is to just spend a little bit of time getting a plan and then also having that Day to day plan. So just do that one day at a time. Otherwise, that yeah. gets becomes an industry and too overwhelming. So just do that one day at a time, and then you just know what you're doing from one day to the next. And the decision's made before you have to make it. So that that's the beauty of that. And then the last thing is just to be, just to have a bit of time to think about the the daytime. And you know, I think you've spotted the triggers and what the gap is in terms of sort of emotional support at work and the food. Just sort of snuck in to sort of give you that ability that reason to have the break or to have a bit of a, a hug you know and that sort of appreciation for what you're doing and just have a think about what things that you can do that's going to be an effective replacement for that so that's going to give you the same benefits yeah that sounds really perfect good. so we're going to um we won't do it on the call now but once we we'll, once we've finished here we'll just put another date in the diary for, um, for about four weeks time, depending on on what our availabilities are like, and then we'll do this again, get back together and have a little bit of a chat about how how you've got on and how you found it. And then what we'll also be doing is we'll be sending, we'll be having like a weekly email check in for the next four weeks, just to help you with some accountability to just have you, have you found it? Have you done your meal plan? Have you done your daily meal plan? Are you sticking to what you do? What we've said. Yeah. Um, and we'll set some quite specific things out for that so that you're just very clear on what you're doing and just to that again that just gives you that little bit of weekly accountability just to keep you focused and just to keep it top of mind that that's the main thing because otherwise like we've said you're busy stuff you'll forget so that's just we're just putting something in that's just going to be that reminder to help you remember to do those things to prioritize yourself Um so we'll look forward to seeing how you get on in a few more weeks me too (laughs) (laughs) so well thank you very much today um, for for doing that and I really do appreciate it and just to say that if anyone's listening to this who wants to to come on I'll be doing um, more of these if people want to come on so just drop me an email at hello at com and I'll get in touch and we'll just arrange a time for you to do this as well following the same format right well thank you very much for listening. And thanks again, Anna, for being so candid today. All right, and we'll speak in a minute.
1: Thank you.